You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. This is Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 116 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. As always, I am coming to you from the Gulf Coast of Pensacola, Florida. It's good to be back after taking last week off, and I have a very special roundtable edition for you guys. As I've said before in the past, um, I want to start incorporating more roundtable discussions on this podcast, hopefully doing at least once a month with different people about different subjects. And this one was one of my favorite subjects to discuss, and that would be 90s Nickelodeon. I'm talking about cartoons like Rocco's Modern Life, Doug, Rugrats, live-action shows like Salute Your Shorts, Pete and Pete, and even the game shows like Legends of the Hidden Temple, Figure It Out, Guts, What Would You Do, Double Dare. Nickelodeon just had such good programming back in the 90s, and it was a very big part of my childhood. I can remember distinctly... You know, sitting at home on Saturdays watching these various shows, and then Sunday afternoons when I'd go to my grandparents for lunch, I would hurry and eat just as quick as I could so I could run to the back and watch Nickelodeon for an hour or two before I had to go home. But 90s Nickelodeon was just such a good time, uh, such a good era for cartoons and really just shows in general. And I actually had uh, three friends of mine, um, Adam Waldron, who you've heard on the show previously, part of the Unicorn Wranglers, uh, Josh Gay and Bill Lyons, who also did the Cheers Roundtable with me. The four of us just sat around and we talked about 90s Nickelodeon. And that's the cool thing about these roundtables is it's pretty much just me hitting the record button. I introduce it and then we just go. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, Hopefully you get a good nostalgia kick out of it if you did grow up in the 90s and watch Nickelodeon. But before we get to that, I have to tell you about my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are an indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast. And that's because they supply the theme music that you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is Twin Peaks from their album, Murder Mystery Night, which you can find on Bandcamp. Just go to Bandcamp.com and search for the Unicorn Wranglers, and you can get Murder Mystery Night. You can also get their EP Atomics on iTunes and Spotify, and be sure to follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to check out their website, UnicornWranglers.com. And without further ado, here is the 90s Nickelodeon Roundtable with Adam, Josh, and Bill. Sitting here doing another roundtable episode of the Derek Diamond Experience, and this time I have three guests joining me. To my right, I have returning Mr. Bill Lyons. How are you, sir? Woogity, 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 woogity. Sitting across from me with his PA <laughs> mic, Mr. Josh Gay. I'm going to make love to this mic all night long. <laughs> And sitting to my left, making his ninth debut on, on the Derek Diamond Experience, Mr. Adam Waldron. Welcome back. I'm pretty sure you actually bought a round table. That's right, fans. The table is actually it's round. It's literally round. No points. <laughs> no. You will not find a point on this table, sir. So we're, It's like a circle. It's, it's a circle, the round thing. Of life. It's the circle of life. And that gets us started with 90s. It does. We are here to discuss (laughs) 90s Nickelodeon. Um, Loved watching 90s Nickelodeon as a kid. So first I wanted to start by just kind of going around the table and asking, what was your first memory of watching 90s Nickelodeon shows? Like maybe it was a specific show or just a specific moment. And Bill, we'll start with you. Wow. I don't really remember my first first introduction to it but probably the ones i remember the most is like keenan and kel and rocket power um 
pretty sure Doug was on Nickelodeon. It was. Yep. Doug, Doug yep. was probably the first. It was the first animated show on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doug was probably the one of my first interactions. You just Google that, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did pull up Wikipedia a few days ago to see what all shows were on Nick. I just can't remember them all. Yeah. There's there's quite a few. I've got a full list right here. Okay. Yeah. Let's see that. Yeah, you can go ahead and take a look at that. Glad you printed us off all copies of that. <laughs> I, I didn't get that far ahead. There's only a copy right behind Josh. Yeah. Those were printed uh, at work right before I left. Nice. Literally, I went down to the office, grabbed it, walked out. But yeah, Doug. Doug, Doug. Doug was a very good one. Uh, the show Hey Dude. Loved Hey Dude. A good uh, live action show. Channel 21 on Cox. I remember that because as a very little kid, I wouldn't even be able to say Nickelodeon. I would just walk into my house and go, I want to watch 2-1. Because you, know, you hit 2-1, and one, so there you go. My dad still makes fun of me for that. If he sees Nickelodeon, he's like, oh, you're going to watch the 2 and the 1? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dad. I'm going to watch the 2 and the 1. The 2 and the 1. <clears throat> uh, I would have to say uh, Rugrats. That yeah, was yeah. that was Rugrats and Doug. I really remember it. I remember uh, me and my older brother would have this game where we'd sit there and you know because the episode titles would come on because what they played two episodes per yeah per like per, eleven minute yeah. actual episodes yeah. Yeah. and uh, so the the game would be try to guess the episode title because it would like do do yep. and and pop up. So uh, I remember that if I remember correctly, it was Channel Thirteen. For us, that then changed to channel thirty-one uh, after like some realignment and on. Uh, so Comcast. if you were dyslexic, you were screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it kept it easy to remember, you know. Uh, but I want to say it was originally channel thirteen, then switched over to channel thirty-one. It was thirty-three for me. Yeah, I remember uh, first Nickelodeon show I ever watched was Doug, but my favorite was easily Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, even though like it's so perverted, <laughs> so and morbid. Yes, it is. And, but you didn't think about any of that. Heffa. There were there were a Heffa. lot of there were a lot of shows like that growing up. You know, not just Nickelodeon. There were so many. If you walk, go back and watch them as an adult, you're like, how the fuck did I get away with watching this as yeah. a kid? I remember I used to piss my mom off by every time I would feel like slightly sick. I'd go, I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. <laughs> I'm nauseous. She's like, No, you're not. <laughs> See, uh, that brings. I, I was actually there was like a couple of weeks where my parents saw like news reports, and I wasn't actually able to watch Ren and Stimpy. Ren and yep. Stimpy was, I think, one that I was not allowed to watch. Same here. Um, it, it was just, and you know, going back, it like kind of like it's off putting. It is like because I watched an episode the other day, and it's off putting. Like I'm like, it's a very crude cartoon. I, I loved it. Though. I think as a kid, it's the same. Realm as Beavis and Butthead, you know you're yeah. watching something you shouldn't, so it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then when you go back as an adult, you're like, man, <laughs> this is just gross. It's not. It's, I can never get into just, Beavis and Butthead. See, I watched just every I, episode. I tried it and I just could not get into it. Again, yeah. as a kid, it, you know, I remember tricking my grandmother into buying me VHS of it, but um, it was golden when you're a kid. And even now, when they did the reboot. Um, I still enjoyed it, but it was like, man, I'd rather watch something that isn't this. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, log, it's log, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Sorry. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, 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 happy joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Doug actually was eventually sold to Disney. Yes. Because really? it started on Nickelodeon, and then they did like a reincarnation of it where all the characters were in like middle or high school, and it was called The New Doug, and it wasn't nearly as good. I remember The New Doug, actually. You I used do to remember come on that. Saturday mornings yeah. on ABC around the same time as, uh, it was right after recess. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, fun, I remember. Yeah, fun I was out fact. On Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Simpy all were. premiered the same day. Yeah, it was the, really? there was their first three animated shows. And that was really what set off what Wikipedia calls the golden age of Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were just so many good cartoons. There was Doug, uh, Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats. I remember watching the the Kids' Choice Awards 
every mm-hmm. year. And I always wanted Rocco's Modern Life to win, but it never would because <laughs> Rugrats won every yeah. Yeah, single won year. Everything. But I mean, Rugrats was just, you know, it's one of those iconic shows because it's got that theme song that just kind of sticks with you. It's got all the weird noises. It's kind of creepy in a way. Yeah. And it doesn't have any words to it whatsoever. It's just sounds. I remember playing the Rugrats video game on mm-hmm. like PlayStation. Yep. Like the original PlayStation. Hmm. Yeah, they actually had a Rugrats video game. I remember the Ren and Stimpy game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know what's funny, though, is I remember about Rugrats, how perverted the grandfather was. Mm-hmm. So this is like, and I like I may have to pull this up here. He had don't it. ruin my childhood. No, dude, Grandpa <laughs> Rugrats was was totally Herbert perf. from uh, Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come in the basement? Get that sweet Can ass in here. <laughs> hey, Chucky. I just I watched. Got some by the way, I just like you. binge watched like fifteen episodes of Family Guy yesterday. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Their Man. Star Wars parodies are the best. I watched oh, all of yeah. them. Yeah, Family Guy's so bad. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. Uh, You're not a fan. I'm not a fan of family for another guys. time. For another time. I'm, I'm South Park, but yeah, another another roundtable. I think you like both. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, Grandpa Lou, all the videos that he would like not let the kids watch were all porn videos. Yes. <laughs> and so, what? Yeah. So I get to close an ad here, but uh, <laughs> what kind of ad? Yeah. What type of ad? Where, where are you looking this up on? Uh, you don't want to know. But oh, so you can't find the titles. But there was something like Space Vixens or whatever. Like all of the movies that he would not let them watch were all like porn films. And Grandpa Lou was always the coolest too. Yeah. He was yeah. always one of my favorite characters. Like, huh? I remember reading this like really morbid fan theory about the truth behind Rugrats, and it was that all the babies were dead, mm-hmm. and they were all a figment of Angelica's imagination. Like Tommy was a stillborn. And um, what happened to Chucky? I can't remember what happened to the other ones, but they were all dead. And it was just Angelica was like crazy or something. And the kids were a figment of her imagination. I'm quitting the internet. Where, because of this, I'm quitting the internet. <laughs> this is the, no. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it. No. But, it's just, <laughs> no, but, but like, where does it come from? Because every, yeah. every fan theory has to have some kind of. Grounding. I don't, I just remember like the very basic detail right. of okay. it. Okay. Because you know how you'll see those ads on Facebook. Oh, you won't believe this theory about Rugrats. Yeah. And of course, you're going to click on it. Let's start writing listicles, by the way. Just let's do this. Anyway. <laughs> so moving on to like favorite shows, what were some of your favorite shows on Nickelodeon? They can be animated. They can be live action. Definitely Keenan and Kel, Rocket Power, because when Rocket Power first came out, that's when I started getting into um, aggressive rollerblading really hard and heavy. Um, so it was a perfect show for me as a kid. Um, and Real Monsters. Real Monsters was great. Mm-hmm. Man, I hated that show. You so hated Real I Monsters? Hate, I, you know, there's those shows that came on and like you just cringed. That was one. There of was them. that one. Oh, what was Invader Zim? I could. I would never. I think Invader Zim never was watched. after was my that, time. Was that after yeah. Invader Zim was later? Yeah. God, every time that thing came on, every time Aureal Monsters came on, I just I couldn't watch it. Like I went outside. <laughs> <laughs> you went outside and did productive things. Yeah, I went outside and built a fort out of pine cones or something. <laughs> so for the most part, though, I was into the live action stuff. Loved the Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcome Freshman was one of the big ones for me. I remember going down to Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida, and like. That was always a dream of mine. Did you oh win? I never got to go. Did you win the trip? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. trip. The you win this nice pair of sketches. Oh, my God. I forgot about the sweepstakes. Every yeah. commercial. But so, like, always Did you win the, the Huffy Bikes? Did no. you win the Huffy Bike? Did you win like, the, the Skechers? I, I remember begging my parents. My parents took me to Disney at some point, you know, several times through my childhood. But one of the times I insisted on, we're not going to Disney. We're going to Universal Studios. We're going to Nick Studios. And we're going to watch them film things. And I'm going to get slimed. And the big thing I wanted to watch them film was Welcome Freshman. So we get the tour of the studio, and they bring us through the studio, and they're like, well, and none of the shows are filming right now. And I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was devastated. I remember uh, looking down, and you see like a classroom, and you're like, oh, my God, that's the classroom. Yeah. Oh, no, that's great. And then I just remember being so devastated because it wasn't there. But, you know, I, I liked the live action stuff mostly. Um, 
I remember Pete and Pete starting off as the little shorts, yeah, like between cartoons and between shows, and then they got their their real show. And uh, Artie, the strongest man in the world. <laughs> Funny fact about Pete and Pete: the the younger one, I think his real name was Danny Tamborelli. He went on to voice a character who I quote constantly at work, and that would be Arnold from the Magic School Bus. Oh boy. <laughs> Usually, if something does not go the way I hope it does, I just say, to quote my good friend Arnold from the Magic School Bus, I knew I should have stayed home today. Oh, I just found a live action that I forgot about that it, I always thought was awesome. Cousin Skeeter. Never watched no, that I one. No, I don't know what that is. Cousin, that, Cousin that was, Skeeter. Was that the one with the puppet? Yes. Okay. It, it was later. It was like, it saying 2008 is when it premiered. It was one of those rare, it says 2008. I know you're looking at me. No, 1998. I lied. I can't read Wikipedia. So it's, it's, I would have still been watching. It, it was yeah, it was a really for me it was a really rare show, kind of like the Hidden Temple show. When it came on, you're like, "Holy crap! I gotta watch it!" Because this is before DVR, before all these other things where you can't YouTube it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was it, that's all it was. It was the puppet. It was the same kind of correlation why people like Alf. You watch it for the puppet. Yeah, and he Alf. he was just he was. <laughs> You know, it was um, a black-based family, kind of like the Cosby's, but there was a puppet, and it was the puppet was always getting the regular live-action guy into trouble, and he was just this crazy, like, "Come on, man!" Interesting. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that. I, 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 remember, I don't. Nothing I remember about it. This. Cousin, I remember it briefly, but cousin Skeeter was great. Um, let's see. All right, so uh, so for me, it would definitely have to be Rugrats was huge. Doug was huge. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple was oh. awesome, and then also I have to throw out there, and I'm going to go ahead and say it's it's the greatest <laughs> Nickelodeon cartoon of all time, and that is SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, it did technically start in the '90s, yeah. premiered '99. That uh, I'm telling you, that cartoon was awesome, and it's still standing, still yeah. going strong. No, it's been I yes. think it's '99, so no, yes, 17 years. That's crazy. You want to go ahead and say no one more time? I don't. I don't no. let my kids watch yes. SpongeBob. No, yeah, actually, no. You yeah, should. Well, you should. It's great. Why are you guys not SpongeBob fans? Uh, it's. Just, it's all of the wor- it? It's the worst parts of Ren and Stimpy without any intelligence. No, it is not. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's whatever. I I live and let live as far as SpongeBob <laughs> is concerned. I mean, there's good episodes and bad episodes. I mean, no, it's I'm been just on anti- for seventeen years. Really? Starting today, I'm on an anti-SpongeBob crusade. <laughs> I'm going to uh. slap you. <laughs> I'm going to get it off the air. I'm going to like. I'm going to join one of those parents groups about how terrible it is. Every CommonSenseMedia.org. <laughs> every time it comes on, I'm going to write down everything that's offensive and send it to the FCC. I hope you post yeah. a really long SpongeBob rant after this podcast on Facebook. I'm gonna and I'm gonna but. have to go back and look some stuff up. But I, you know, funny. Last time I was in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they were filming the newest SpongeBob movie, so you walk yeah. down scenic Savannah, and the entire street is done in a SpongeBob font, and like all the st- <laughs> and all the stores were still open, but they had fake storefronts. Hmm. So you'd be like walking down, and it'd be like Bob's Beach Bonanza, and it's the Walgreens. Yeah, and Antonio Banderas on one of the days was riding a pirate ship through the streets of Savannah. But Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I did enjoy walking around Savannah with the big SpongeBob fonts and everything was rhyming <laughs> titles and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I think also. I mean, you wonder what I really enjoyed. I I enjoyed the specials, like like the special. I remember the Rocket Power special where they were in like some type of like games, like almost like Olympics, but it was like extreme. Mm-hmm. I vaguely and, and, and remember it. Was, it. And, you know, there's it was a two hour or hour and a half or whatever. Or it was probably just an hour, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, those, those are, I enjoyed those like the special, yeah. you know, uh, the Christmas specials were really good. Too. Yeah. Like they did a yeah. Rocco Christmas special. I, uh, Rugrats had the, the had Hanukkah the, one, the Hanukkah one, which I, I really remember that one. That one was really cool. Yeah. Was, were they Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. It was actually a really good. It was one I of the better Uncle specials Lou, they did. So that side of the yeah because yeah. yeah, they they had Christmas too. Yeah. So I think it was. They did both a Christmas and mm-hmm. a, a Hanukkah one, which wow. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone ever watch all that? Mm-hmm. I I hated all that. By then, my parents would let me watch SNL, and all. <laughs> 
and all SNL anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so all that was just like bad SNL. For for me, it wasn't a show I watched all the time. It was kind of like a filler show for me, and I would always gauge if I was going to watch it or not by the opening credits and who was on the show currently. So, like, later in the show when Gabriel Iglesias was on um, and the earlier episodes when it had Keenan and Kel on it, those were the shows I enjoyed as a kid. Now, I recently, in prep for the podcast, went back and watched some Keenan and Kel, some All That, some Rocket Power, you know. It's all really hard to sit through as an adult because it's just crazy drama kids that you knew from high school probably being outrageous. But, you know, it's a kid's show. It's supposed to be outrageous. Um, yeah. I watched all that in Keenan and Kel sometimes, but I never like never really got into them that much, which I do have a funny Kel story. Um, he was at Pensacon this yeah. past year. What was cool was he actually had bottles and cans of Sunkist <laughs> I got that one. he would sign, and I'm like, that is yeah. that guy knows where his bread is buttered. I totally got one from him. I have a picture with him, and... I was waiting for Austin St. John to come back, I think, and their tables were right across from each other. Mm-hmm. And I was watching fans of Kells go by as he was at his table, and they would yell out lines like whatever line would be, and he'd finish it for him, you know, all yeah. graciously, come up hugs, pictures, whatever. He was really gracious guy, really, like, fresh, too. Like, his kicks were awesome kind of thing. I remember that. What was cool was even when we did an interview with him, he ended it by saying, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. <laughs> yeah. take That's awesome. Right. And what was crazy was uh, during the interview, he mentioned that he was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. And we had a group of like four or five people with us, and they all knew that I was a huge Sonic fan. And You look like Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I'm going for. I just need to dye my hair blue. So whenever he says that, even Robbie, who's doing the interview, just kind of pauses, and everybody just turns and looks to see my reaction. And I'm like, like, keep going with the interview, damn it. I remember no, Kel, Kel was awesome. When when I got up to meet him, you know, got my can of Sunkiss signed and and got my picture. Um, he was just awesome again. And I, I as I was about to leave, I was, you know shook his hand like you, sir, are all that. And it and he he laughed. He was like, huh? and then it, he caught up with him. He was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I made Kel laugh. Keenan and Kel special. Two heads are better than one. None. What? Do you guys huh? remember that special? No. Yeah, it was uh Keenan and Kel special where they basically like get stranded in this uh in this old haunted mansion and everything and it's like like says something to do with like decapitation and all this other stuff. <laughs> Go back and watch it. I just thought of that, really? that special. All yeah, right. like I said. I was Kel. about to ask if it was a holiday special, but I, it might have been oh. the Halloween one. Okay. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the Hanukkah special. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Hanukkah. <laughs> We've moved on. There there are no yarmulkes on these heads, yeah, I no. tell you. Um, we used to watch a lot of Keenan and Kel. So here's yeah. a question: Clarissa or Alice Mack or Alex Mack? Clarissa. 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 Yeah. See, I was an Alex Mack guy. Na 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 na. Yeah, El- El- Elvis the uh, alligator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Even though she had the really creepy friend that would climb yeah. up through the ladder, I'm like, not a shot. You'd get away with that today. You'd be dragged away in handcuffs. I can't remember his name. What was the uh, shot? I never, I never watched either of those. Oh yeah, so he would like he would basically every time he'd want to talk, he would clang a ladder up against her window and straight up into her room. You'd see the window in the background. You'd see like the very top of the ladder just go dunk. dunk. Yeah, yeah. That hmm. was a cool show. Weird. Yeah, Clarissa was pretty good. Um, Alex Mack, I kind of got into it for the first few episodes, but then kind of fell off of it. So. To make it all romantic, I had a crush on this girl named Alexa McClaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. <laughs> no, but so I had, I had a crush on this girl named Alexa McCloskey around the time that Alex Mack came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this Alex Mack chick's kind of cute, too. I ended up marrying this Alexa girl, so now like I have this soft spot for the Alex Mack show, you know? We're a little thing there. She she was the one that could change into like, like the, blobs. Yeah. Yeah. Wore the backwards hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, uh, I feel like that's the one thing a girl wouldn't want to turn into is a blob. Was but, like it was a silver, did, it was like a silver blob. 
Oh, so flashy. Yeah. Sparkly. Was Animorphs? It was like a Lisa Frank. Yes, blog. Animorphs was a Nickelodeon show. Animorphs. I, I love that show. It was ni- the yeah, 90s. During the 90s? Yeah, late 90s. It was close. The books were really cool, too. Yeah. It did, it, I remember going to a Discovery Zone for a birthday party. Oh, my God. Discovery Zone. Yeah. Running up the, uh, the, the roller hill backwards, you know, falling down into the ball pit. And then, like, being like, oh, crap. I got to get home in time to go watch Animorphs. It was a good show. Yeah. It's weird how as a kid your entire schedule of life revolves around your favorite TV shows. I remember being grounded several times and having the savvy enough to like negotiate with my mother to let me watch two shows a day. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing. I yeah. like it. But uh, kids these days will never know. They will never know the struggle. Um, let's see some other shows uh, that I did want to talk about uh, kind of going off of Legends of the Hidden Temple Nickelodeon had some really good game shows the best yes still the best oh yeah um, Legends was probably my favorite I always <laughs> rooted for the uh, Blue Barracudas even though they would rarely win because I think you looked up the stats yeah so there is came by the stadium the other day this is a uh, article you've got to look up on the Nerdist it is a complete oh, statistical God. breakdown of what the best and worst teams were on guts. It's worth seeing. I can't remember who was the best, who was the worst, but they broke down like who won each round and there was a clear clear favorite and a clear terrible mm-hmm. team. So, because well, there were what four rounds, you had to cross the moat Cross and then the mode, go down the steps. Yep, the steps. Then the challenges. Then the challenges and then into then, the yeah, yeah, then the actual temple itself. I still want to get a blue barracudas t-shirt one day we should we should bring back the 90s night for next season and get like and make legends of the hidden temple shirts just hidden temple night we did we did that one in in 2013 we did one time we did legends of uh, yeah because we've got to commit yeah we've got to commit yeah 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 wasn't there a japanese show that was a knockoff or at least the japanese version of it I might be, I'm, I'm not. I can't remember. It, it's I a remember. it's a viral video now. I don't know if it was Legend of the Hidden Temple or not. I just remember the giant boulder that Salute people kept shorts. getting run Salute over. Salute your by. shorts was the other one of. Salute yep. your shorts is awesome. And oh, then I Wild love that and Crazy show. Kids came on right after that. Speaking of game shows, mm-hmm. and so like I remember watching Salute Your Shorts. Loved it. Loved the whole donkey lips. And actually, again, fun fact. That's how I ended up watching Terminator Two. Well before I should have. Because the uh, redheaded kid in mm-hmm. Salute Your Shorts was the teenager in hmm. Terminator 2. And I was like, yeah, but I love this kid. I got to watch him in this movie. Come on, mm-hmm. Mom. Yeah. The kid who played John Connor? Yeah. Like, wasn't it? No, it could maybe. No, it was John Connor's friend. When oh, they, that kid. When they yeah. first start skimming the ATM. And it was yeah. in the previews. Yeah, you're so, yeah, right. Yeah. Same kid. Yeah. Mullet kid. Yes. No, Salute Your Shorts was great. It had one of the catchier theme songs. I remember it would come on Sunday afternoons because I would always watch it at my grandparents' Camp house. Camp Bonawana. We hold, we hold you, you in our hearts. hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. <laughs> then what was it? It's I hope Get it right or pay the price. Get it right or pay the price. No, Wild and Crazy Kids would come on right after that. It would be a, like a 1, one thirty thing because I remember I would eat lunch at my grandparents' house then run to the back room. I watched Nickelodeon for like an hour before we went home. We had a kid that uh, at one of the programs I went to, school programs, went to once a week, a kid that was on that show, and he wore that shirt every week that day, and it was just like the exclamation point, Yeah, it was like a purple shirt, and he wore it every week to basically be like, yeah, I'm that guy. I was on that TV show. (laughs) I can't blame him. No, I would do the same thing. The the game show I remember is Double Dare. Oh, Double Dare. Mark so which, Summers. Did that come after Guts or was it? It was before Guts. Yeah. It was before Guts. That's the one I remember. Guts I can't quite put my finger on. Oh. Double Dare is the one I remember. Yeah, though. and so Double Dare is probably the iconic one that, you know, where you got slimed. For that, all the yeah, that's the one I remember. You had to jump in the giant pizza yeah, to find the, the flag. Giant pizza yeah. Yeah. The you had the giant flag. pair of lips and the teeth. Yeah. I always ended up getting mad at that because the parents... We're always the worst on the team. Yeah. And like, I remember that was like the first time I remember yelling at a TV. You know? <laughs> that was the, yeah, that that's the training. That's training camp for uh, the, the NFL. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah NFL. pretty much. 
But it was funny because the kids would like go through the little physical challenge or whatever they called it, yeah. and they'd jump in the slop and get the flag and win. And Dad's like just swirling around the cheese on top of the pizza and the kid's like it's under the pepperoni and i'm yelling pepperoni <laughs> and the dad's always like what i don't know pepperoni who would pick up a giant piece of pepperoni my parents are <laughs> stupid yeah <laughs> i hated you it. don't know how, how many families that show broke up <laughs> <laughs> the divorce uh, rate of <laughs> double dare the divorce rate was very high in the 90s uh. Something I remember you telling me was they actually brought back Double Dare yeah. at Comic-Con with Mark Summers. Oh, and really? So yeah. this is the funniest thing. So if you're a fan of the Food Network, Mark Summers is pretty much the head of the Food Network now. So the host of Double Dare is in charge of most well, of the Well, I mean, with all the giant pizzas. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it it's but, only makes common sense. Well, it's come out, though, that he is horribly OCD, hates being dirty. And so on that show, like seriously, like on that show, like slime and all that stuff, hated it, hated shaking hands with contestants. It was like the worst show for him ever. But he was so good at he it. He was great. He was great. And then there was uh, What Would You Do? Mm-hmm. What would that you came do? on Sundays as well. Yeah, that was another correctly. good one. That Pretty sure all the game shows were Sunday shows, weren't they? No, nah, Wild and Crazy Kids weren't wasn't Sunday. I know that. It might have been reruns on yeah. Sundays. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you like day like Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think all. I had a concept of the day of the week and no. when I was a kid, no. For me it was more where in the after school slot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Does this fit? Yeah. Slash the Saturday. I rarely watched TV on Sunday. I was actually active outside or being forced to baseball practice or something. <sighs> Which brings me to my next point. How can we fix Major League Baseball? <laughs> oh. You know how we, you, you want me to tell you how we more can fix hockey. it? No, we bring Mike O'Malley and Moira Cork yes. to run things. Mo, which was a great segue into probably my number two favorite game d- show. D- d- do you, you have, have it? Guts. Always wanted to be on Guts as a kid because I, I wasn't. I wasn't the most active kid, but I'm gonna go watch an episode while you guys talk about it. <laughs> I really, I'm struggling. Here. It was the, it was, it was awesome. It was a sports game show mm-hmm. where kids like they, you were like one of four teams, three teams, whatever, and you had all these physical challenges of like maybe dunking think, a basketball on think Olympics bungee. for kids. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do remember they that. They had bungee jumping. Yes. They had the swim competitions. Yeah, like and it was like in a wave pool. Yes, and, and yes. then at the yes. end, yes, you could take home a glowing piece of our rock, the aggro crag. I saw on eBay somebody had a piece of the aggro crag and it was going for like twenty five hundred dollars. Good God, <laughs> nah. No, but, no. Like I remember that. Like that was the one that like was intense to me because I was like, man, these kids are really trying. Like some of the other game shows, it was just yeah, stupid. I remember there was the no little, skill. The little like they had to get through like the little like bungee cord thingies. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right well, here. Well, I remember now. when Nick when Nickelodeon started producing toys like Gak, but they also had their moon yes. shoes. Which were the trampoline shoes? Mm-hmm. I remember I that pay. Guts was in on that promotion, and they had to do like the trampoline show, the trampoline shoe race around the track. And I remember that, like, Mom, I've got to have those. And she's like, No, you're going to get hurt. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I remember all this stuff now. Oh yeah, the basketball one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they had all kinds of cool kind of sifting through. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite though was the the wave pool. Yeah, the wave pool was great, and like yeah. there was always a kid that almost drowned. Always. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I saw a meme today that was great, and it's like, do you think you're worthless at your job? And the, it was the, the, the Olympic lifeguard. <laughs> I was like, it's got a swimmer putting on yeah, his goggles in the foreground, your, yeah. the background. The is your job? Is like, your, uh, yeah, you, <laughs> apparently, there was a Super Nintendo guts game. Really? Yeah, that cord thing. Yeah, I'm Facebook friends with Oh wow! Are you really? Mm-hmm. I didn't huh. know that was a thing. I mean, get it, an interview with her. It, it may just be a Photoshop right. thing, but I wouldn't put it past Nickelodeon. There's no way they would ever make anything like this again. Yeah, no, we've got to redo guts. There's too I'm many. There's too many right fat now. kids to do this. Everyone's too morbidly <laughs> obese. I say that as a fact. No, guy. they're all Pokemon going now. <gasps> yeah. Well, just Cross do it around it. Like <laughs> Pokemon <there's>, guts. There's <laughs> a, Pokemon guts. There's a Charizard at the end of this course. Yeah. Once you get to it, if you get through this section, you you'll hatch it. an egg. And Pikachu Are, is at the top of the aggro crowd. Like, it'll just keep popping out and then disappear. How long do you think 
did they have to like teach like proper jumping off and like cross? They the did arm not, but they had like. But I mean, this kid did it. Like he did it right here. Yeah, but yeah. they have four or five like spotters. Oh yeah, Here's like even for the basketball, each kid had two spotters on the basketball. Yeah. Pokemon guts. Do you have it to catch them all? Oh, yep, <laughs> done. I don't it's, even know what these Pokemon uh, are. Nintendo, just give us a blank check. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, one thing I did want to, <coughs> excuse me, bring up about uh, Legends. Besides Flim. Besides Flim. <laughs> Josh, I know you know this, but did you guys know they're doing a Legends of the Hidden Temple movie? Yes. You, I, I did see you, something you about it. know about that. Have That's you guys awesome. seen the trailer for it? It's There's out? a trailer? Yes. Can I watch it now? Let's bring it up. No, it's uh, it's about these kids who go to like the revival of the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, game it's show. already stupid. And they even bring, <laughs> and they even bring back Kirk Fogg, the host, like That's to awesome. host the game show. What about Olmec? Olmec is back. Yes. And the kids find like this trap door or a passageway or something, and it leads to an actual hidden temple. With like the guards, and they have to put together the the giant silver monkey. Like, this is straight to, to DVD, isn't it? It's uh, going to air on Nickelodeon oh, okay. on Splat. Oh, it's right? made for yeah. it's made for TV. I thought it was like yeah. a yeah, big budget Hollywood this thing. Is, like, oh, it's, so, already, it's already bad. This is all for promotion of Splat. Which yeah. Nickelodeon is basically bringing back all of these shows and putting them on a nostalgia network. I want. That's Gak probably back. smart. Yeah, uh, I think. I think. I think those game shows actually like promoted bullying because I remember yelling at those kids in the TV because the kids like, were what stupid. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it's so simple. Make kickball hard for every other kid in the world. Yeah, on guts, it was always the chicks that were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like they were always the best at the show, and you're like, and there was always the one cocky kid. Who's like, yeah, I'm captain of my swim team. I play basketball, whatever. And he'd get to the aggro crag and fall. Yeah. And like the little avalanche, the rock avalanche would come and he'd fall and he's done. He wouldn't make it past like the first third of the Or he'd crag. miss the uh, activator, the activator switch. He'd miss one of the activator switches and be like, come on, man. Do you guys remember Figure It Out? Vaguely. Sounds familiar. It was the, it was more like a quiz show. Where it was, I think, a kid from the audience would go against the four Nickelodeon celebrity <gasps> contestants. I do. Yes. Yep. And had the gorgeous Summer Sanders as the oh. host, former Olympic swimmer. I follow her on Facebook. God, yep. God bless Summer Sanders. I know. That one was that one was a pretty good one too. Like it was a little lower on my list, but I remember. Sorry, yep. I'm showing a picture. Yeah, uh, some, oh, some yeah, visual yeah. aids. People aren't. You can't see the picture through the microphone. Yeah, Nickelodeon actually brought that back um, really? a couple of years ago. I never watched because, like, I was doing research on all the shows, and they brought back like Figure It Out and a few other ones that I can't what's, remember on top of my head. What's really funny is I just just scrolling through the internet. Season one prizes consisted mainly of leftover props from defunct Nickelodeon shows, such as all that legends of the hidden temple and global guts. Wow. <laughs> they just gave you like, here's horrend- Olmec. <laughs> they, yeah, they gave you eBay gold. basically. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here's a bunch of eBay fees. Good job. <laughs> I cannot find a piece of the aggro crag for sale, by the way, because last time I bought it, it is we at found my the house. cheers. It is at my house. It's unwrapped. I meant to bring it. Forgot it. The cheers board game. Oh, the one you bought as we were doing <laughs> yes. the podcast last time. I've gotten lots of trouble. Is that, a, that. Is that a thing you were just buy? You buy? Buy something buy. on the thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Buy something Try to find game. some Gak. Ooh, Gak. Let's look on eBay yeah. for Gak. I meant to tell this story uh, when we did the Cheers podcast, but I forgot about it. Um, when I went to Disney, I think it was 2007 or 2008, there was this store in downtown Disney that sold autograph memorabilia. They had a black and white photo of the Cheers cast. It had Ted Danson, Kirstie Alley, Kelsey Grammer, Rhea Perlman, all of them, like all the main characters. It was autographed by every single one of them. Oh, my God. And it was it was in the high hundreds. Ugh. But I was like, oh, if I had the money, I would just draw it out of the ATM and I'd buy it right now. Apparently, there's a lot of GAC online. You can, you can buy it. I think they did, like... Recently reproduce it. Yeah, there's like a Gak Vac. You can yes. Gak I don't really remember Gak. There's a Smell My Gak. I do that to people all the time. <laughs> hey, smell My Gak. Smell My Gak. Um, looking at some other shows, um, 
kind of going into the mid to late 90s, did you guys ever watch... Oh, I'm back. I'm, I'm here. out. I'm here. I'm out. I'm here. You're out. Yep. Uh, did you guys ever watch Hey Arnold? Yeah. Yeah. Football no. Head. Yeah, movie yeah I never watched head. that. They're coming out with a movie for that, too. Like live action or cartoon? Cartoon, I would hope yeah, so. Say, That'd be really hard to cast. Head. Yeah. I think uh, Hey Arnold was the predecessor of the... the you know, he was he was such a bro. Like he 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 was like the missing link between uh, Stewie from Family Guy. He was like the yeah same football he, shaped head. He maybe the, he is Stewie. Maybe or like uh, Stewie's cousin. Creating fan. Oh my god. Fan fan theories. <laughs> like Stewie's He's cousin. Re- reincarnated as Stewie Griffin. Yeah. The thing I remember most about Hey Arnold was when Nickelodeon first started making their live action movies. Their first one they did was Harriet the Spy with Michelle Trachtenberg. And before that, they premiered the first episode of Hey Arnold. And that was kind of towards the end of my like watching Nickelodeon. Yeah, I never watched Hey Arnold. I think that's like my cutoff. I think that's my litmus test of when I was done with Nick. I watched it very seldom, but I, I just remember him being a total bro. Just, yeah. You know, woo, 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 all, woo. The, all the chicks after him, he's just like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play dodgeball. You know? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to... So, so you never got into like Hey Arnold or Cat Dog or cat dog. no, no Cat Dog. I cat Dog. See, there was a theme that I had a problem with. <laughs> right, and the problem is that nothing ever worked out for them. And I get it. I get the concept because Keenan and Kel was the same way. Yeah. yeah, whatever their hijinks was, never worked out. Oh, right. here but it go. After a while, it just gets annoying. Yeah. By <laughs> then, I moved on to Nick at Night. Honestly. <laughs> Keenan and Kel, they actually end the episode before any kind of resolution. Yeah, yeah. And I they, mean, they just they get to the apex of them getting in deep shit, and then it's like, okay, thanks for watching, audience. Yeah. What about Rocket Power? Because that Rocket was Power. that was kind of my cutoff to Rock. Nickelodeon, because I never got into Rocket Power. Rocket Power was kind of the same for me. Rocket Power. A cutoff until um until you know maybe a decade later, um. Rocket Power came at just the right time for me. Like I mentioned earlier, I just started rollerblading. I was still playing hockey actively. And just all these kids, I just started getting into film work. So you got Twister there. And for whatever reason, I always went for like the second best guy of any show. Like the um, like the second lead. Like I remember... Um, Skeeter fan? Like, yes. Like I remember G-Force and not caring about the main leader. Caring about like the guy dressed in blue who was... Like, I'm just a second guy, but I'm still better than you. <laughs> so I always went for the second one, but Rocket Power was great. Um, it's still a show I can watch today. I remember playing the PlayStation game and being yeah. awesome because it was one of the very, very, very few games with rollerblading in it. Um, just rudimentary stuff, but it was awesome to play. Yeah, I think I, Rock, I watched it. Rocket Power, yeah. I think it... it, it it was during that like explosion of like extreme sport. Yeah. You know, and I think that really captured that time of yeah, let's go put on some roller, let's skateboard. Let's you know. It's obviously. kind of it's kind of ironic that, you know, then I identified with Twister so much, the camera guy, second best. Yeah. Nowadays I'm more like Squid. The <laughs> want to go surf on the longboard? <laughs> yeah. Got to find your right board. Tito, man. Tito is Got to find your right board. Tito is awesome. The only thing I hey, really, rem- the only thing I remember about Rocket Power was the theme song because it had that really like, fast Power pace, <laughs> fast pace, Rocket Power. So let's go to uh, the Facebook because Josh had quite what? a few comments left uh, on his. Yeah, let's see question. what they, uh, What are we doing? What the public says. We're going. Uh, my, my people. Did I not do something, Derek? Yeah, you didn't do it. I didn't no, you, do you didn't have to. Whenever John I, from Cleveland over here is a very underprepared. <laughs> <laughs> For those that watch the Cheers Roundtable, yeah. yeah, we'll get can, that. Can I go ahead and call in again? <laughs> <laughs> should, Hi, should Alan call, Waldron. You're on the Robin. Day. We should every, call Robin. every roundtable. We need to call someone we work yeah. with. Like, hey, Robin, do you like Nickelodeon? No, I was, uh, I was a Disney guy. Oh, like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your input. <laughs> As Adam calls me. <laughs> oh, can I call Adam? Yeah. That's literally can how it a, went. Can we get like, yeah. Because you called me and Josh noticed it and he's like, hey, do you want me to call Adam and put him on the show? Sure, why not? 
Yeah, I, you know, I basically just asked what uh, everybody's favorite shows were. I got a lot of Double Dare, a lot of Salute Your Shorts. Um, let's see, an Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. I have not heard anything about Angry, Angry Beavers. Beavers. That sounds Some like a Stimpy. Sounds like a lesbian militant porno. That's a, actually this guy uh, commented. Yeah, I know. It sounded like an unbelievably bad porn, but a cool show nonetheless. <laughs> 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 oh, that actually brings me to the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, do you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes, actually, I, do. I don't because I didn't watch it. Because <laughs> I'm afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I stayed away from it. Anything. That was like really good. Like, yeah. It was. It, it, it pushed the envelope for Dude, Nick. I can't remember. I I might have been by myself at the office, but I watched like five episodes on Halloween this past Halloween. I don't think you were there. No, I wasn't. I think I was literally by myself, and I just like turned on you know YouTube. Are you afraid of the dark? And they were they were they like ended with like no resolution and like or just a really died sad <laughs> note. Yeah, yeah. It was like oh the guy got sucked in, the boy got sucked into the book, and then the book was placed on a shelf in this giant library, and he was never seen from again. It was great. I remember yeah. they had like that whole night. I can't remember which night it was, but like one night where they built up all their shows and it ended with "Are you afraid of the?" Dark? I have someone we'll asking about Snick. Was it that Snick? Yep. Well, no, yeah. So yeah, that was Snick Saturday was, night. Saturday that was that Saturday night, Nick, mm-hmm. and it was hosted by Stickley. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Stick Stickley, yeah, yeah, Stick Stickley. I re- back to "Are you afraid of the dark?" I distinctly remember. Like it popping on and being like, oh, crap, where's the remote? Where's the remote? <laughs> where's it? Because it, it would other. begin uh, with the, uh, the match light. Yeah, the match. And, and then you'd the, see, are you afraid yeah, of the dark? Yeah, the doll and the, and the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this is, I'm going to be awake tonight. Where's the remote? Someone's got to find the remote. Then I'm up there just pressing the buttons on the TV. <laughs> see, it was God. perfect timing for me because I was 13, reading. 31, 13, 31, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's a two and a one. No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like I remember, uh, it was right around the same time that R.L. Stein got popular. Mm-hmm. And it was right actually before he started the Goosebumps series, which Goosebumps was R.L. Stein light. So I remember yeah. reading the actual R.L. Stein books, and they were a little bit more creepy, you know. And I yeah. remember, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Having a lot of those same themes, so it was really cool because I would like, who I'd, lo- I'd read an R.L. Stein book and then watch some Are You Afraid of the Dark, and it was all into the. The occult. I was like, ooh. Goofy people with your horror shows. Ooh. Yeah. I, I just, I think, I, was there one about like a mummy? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that one did me in. The, the episode I remember the most was the kid who got sucked into the pinball machine. Yes. And he are had we, to go. Are you sure that's not did, that movie, Wizards or whatever? Did he get no, tilted? No, he did not get <laughs> tilted. But it ended with like the exit was um, an escalator. And he saves the girl and everything, and then this giant pinball just rolls onto the top of the escalator, and he's trapped inside the pinball machine forever. Yeah, that's how the that's about ends. it. That's yeah. about how they end. And I was like, well, that sucks. Yeah, but are you afraid of the dark? Was good. No free balls I, for him. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as like we've talked about some of our favorite shows, what about favorite specific episodes? That you can remember, like my favorite Rocco's Modern Life episode was the one where he goes to the grocery store. That's it for the ninety nine point nine percent off sale, <laughs> and all this stuff keeps happening. And the sale only yeah. lasts till noon. And as uh, Philbert is about to hit the you know final button or whatever, it hits noon, and he has to pay like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and he just loses his shit on Philbert, and it's awesome. Like his head grows really big, and I I remember on that the big one, heads. I remember the big heads, the big heads, yeah, the big heads. Yeah. I remember Rocco the uh, the the parody they did with the gas cap. Yes. he lost his gas cap, and they comes up at the end, and it's just side characters, and it's this little girl, and it's it's totally playing on a wonderful life because she's like, my teacher says every time a gas cap's found, angels gets its wings, and the dad's like. Your teacher's full of snot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that will forever just stick in my mind as Rocco's Modern Life. Yep, I remember that. That was a very good one. Uh, Rugrats, really anything with Reptar. Oh, uh, great. The Reptar? Rep- the Reptar, Reptar on Ice Yeah, was a lot of yeah. fun. Reptar. Well, right. What was the band that Doug had? The Beats. Oh, Beats. The Beats. Beats. The Beats. Killer that, Tofu. That was the first The first episode, I believe, was him and Skeeter meet. When they won the tickets yeah, to the, the Beats and concert. And it was like, what's their first hit single or song or album? And 
Doug's like, beats me. And they're like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and, and everything. And that was, yeah. There you go. Totally a knockoff of the Beatles, but yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's awesome. I was a big fan of anything on Ren and Stimpy that involved Powdered Toast Man. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Powdered Toast Man. It was like the grossest thing ever. Yeah. It, but it hit the big square head and I'm reading commercials. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the horse eating kitty litter. No, sir. I didn't like it. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, man. Maybe on Rocket Power, whenever there was a contest, you know, in any sport, you know, hockey, surfing, whatever it was, but there was a contest involved. I also really liked, I think it was one of the first episodes, not the first episode. When Squid is first introduced, mm-hmm. and he is kind of integrating the gang, and what's her name, Regina? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. Um, Reggie. 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 Reggie kind of takes pity on him, and I was like, I wish someone would take pity on me. I was in like early middle school, you know. I was like, man, what did they, they, she had the what the zine that was her magazine or whatever. She That's did, yeah. Was, she had the zine. the zine. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about the zine. Um, anytime we were at the shack. Love the shack. I was like, why can't this place be here? And you just said love the shack. The shack. I love the shack. Tin roof. <laughs> Rusted. I hate you both. <laughs> it's one of the greatest song of all time. And the um the skate park actually that they um are at a lot, Madtown, what I don't know if it's still there, but it was an actual skate park, a really wow. famous one in California that they just drew into the cartoon. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's I always cool. wanted to go there. Oh, uh, oh, ah, uh, man, uh, Quail Man. Oh, Quail Man. I had no laughs about to bring that up. I, 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 yes. went as, I tried How to go as Quail Man once have... to school, and I got in trouble for having underwear on the outside of my shorts. How many times have I put a belt around my head? Yeah. I right. saw there were some Quail Men at Pensacon this yeah, last year. Yeah. There was there was one last year, too, because I remember I interviewed him because I was just interviewing random fans, and I'm like, what? you, sir, have an awesome cosplay. What was his dog's? Uh, pork chop. Pork chop. Yeah. Pork chop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pork chop. And then Spike was on Rugrats. That was the family dog. That's right. Yeah. Doug had other characters, too. He had uh, Quail Man, and then he had the James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? It's around the tip of my tongue. Then he had the Indiana Jones one, too. Mm-hmm. But that was only, like, very selective. And his main rival, Roger Klontz. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I remember the, there's that. there was the girl. She was... Patty Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. Well, it was Patty Mayonnaise, but there was the other one. That was with the, the Think Big. Think oh, big. oh what was her big, name? Big, yeah. big, Think Big. I, I am big. She was the mayor. I think big every single day. She was the mayor's daughter. Oh, I think. really? I think so. I want to say right. she was, she was like purple, right? Yeah, she was purple. She was purple. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we're looking this up here. Uh, I what, I'm trying to remember some of the other characters' names. He had the inventor who lived next door. BB mm-hmm. Bluff. BB, yep, that's yeah, it. Yeah, BB. What's she look like? Uh, hold on. She's purple. Purple. <laughs> purple, I won't say green hair. Go purple with green hair. I'll say purple with orange hair. BB Bluff. You also had uh, purple Judy pink Funny hair. and Cleopatra. Oh, I miss Cleopatra. The his sister. Ah, red like hair. Nick. Yeah. yeah. Purple with red hair. Red yeah, hair. So there's 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 BB Bluff. Yep, think I big. Her. Actually, it think is. It big. was. Uh, she was a brat, right? Yeah, I didn't yeah. care for her. It was. It was his sister, Cleopatra, who, like you said, she was like the the in, the in a yeah, in like a coffee house with poems and yeah. She always wore the beret. Hipsters before hipsters were a thing. Yes, I'll have to end this podcast with Killer Tofu. Killer so- Tofu. One of my favorite days on the internet was when I found like a high quality version of that song. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. it's funny to go back and actually like too because I just looked at Patty Mayonnaise, um, but to like go back and see like how simple the animation was. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, like the stylization of all these cartoons too. You look at We're like similar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you look at any of them and it, some of the stuff now you look at it and you're like, oh my god, animation is grown by leaps and bounds you know especially like on Rugrats yeah Rugrats mm-hmm. uh, Rugrats yeah well and even the Ren and Stimpy style stuff I, yeah Mike Judge just did a uh, commercial for the UFC using characters from King of the Hill 
but he couldn't draw them like King of the Hill for licensing rights, so he drew them like Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. And it was the most amazing thing ever, and I'm like, it just flashback there yeah. to that, that, I don't know how you would describe that style of animation, but it was like this dirty, gritty yeah. style. Well, it's kind of cool going back and looking at it, because you can really see the progression of the animation. Like, you've got your Rugrats, your Doug, and then around Hey Arnold and Rocket Power, it gets a little bit better. Right. And I've seen pictures of the Hey Arnold movie, and the animation looks really, really good. Well, and also the... It's all farmed out to India now. Yeah. <laughs> the way it's done has changed, too. It was all hand-done for the most part then. Now it's just all digital in a computer. Yeah. So any closing thoughts on... Uh, like what, what does 90s Nickelodeon mean to you? Hmm. It's kind of a deep question to end yeah. on. Yeah. I'll say it, it signifies to me, it reminds me of just simpler, happier times. Like, I, I can remember just sitting in my parents' living room, sitting in my grandparents' living room, and just, you know, watching it either by myself or watching it, you know, with my cousins. Just It, it, it makes me think of good memories. Yeah. For me, it was dreams. Like, as a kid, yeah. all of my aspirations... Like, and I know it sounds silly, but like all of the things I wanted in life, I wanted to climb the aggro crag. I wanted to get slimed. Every toy I ever wanted to buy, everything else, it all came from Nickelodeon. So, you know, I know that you grow up as a Disney kid or whatever nowadays. No, I was a Nickelodeon kid and like, I still want my GAC. I still want my moon shoes. I still want to climb the damn aggro crag. Uh, And, you know, Mike O'Malley better be there to congratulate (laughs) me at the end. (laughs) Yeah, for for me, I think it's definitely like like the creativity and the imagination. I mean, all those shows. I mean, we just talked about it with Doug, but Rugrats, uh, all those those cartoons, even Hey Arnold, and all those. It, it showed these kids that, with these unbelievable imaginations that, even though reality was a little bit different for them, they could imagine these things and and basically escape to whatever world yeah. that that they want to go to and that was just them being them you know and it was it was i think a really cool uh aspect um now obviously you didn't have that with the live action shows but i think with the cartoons it was showing that that if you have a good enough imagination uh if you really use creativity then really there's nothing that can hold you back because you know yeah you can you can create it yourself yeah and you can probably edit this out but it also introduced me to Nick at Night because I would never change the channel on my TV. Yeah. So I got to see awesome shows like Get Smart, Dragnet. Mm-hmm. Dragnet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Adam 12 on there? Uh, was that TV Land? Yeah, I think that was TV Land. But I mean, like, I was that kid who was so branded that even at night I would watch their TV shows, even though they appealed not at all to me. Yeah. You know, I was fanboy nickelodeon fanboy oh yeah so. you definitely you lived like if, if you're a nick kid like that's what it was there was yeah. no other what's crazy is now they'll play 90 shows on nick at night like they'll have cheers um seinfeld and i'm like man i'm getting old yeah but i mean like i'm looking through some of the shows they had on while i was watching i'm i dream of genie mm-hmm. uh oh, bewitched yeah. um you know like Beverly Hillbillies, the original one. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny to me because those were shows I would have never watched. And for whatever reason, they stood up. And because I was just so addicted and so... Because it had a that brand Nickelodeon lore. brand yeah. on it. Yeah. For so. me, it was another cog in my childhood life. <clears throat> when I think of my childhood, I don't think of one specific thing like Nick at Night or... Disney, Power Rangers, it's its all this one big mosaic, this one big machine that makes me as an adult who still kind of a kid with all of my interests, but still, if you take any one of those cogs out, the machine doesn't run right, and I can't imagine my childhood, I can't imagine my adulthood without Nickelodeon in it. Like you said, it, it was a huge brand and a huge part of just about any kid's life, and I'm no exception to that. I like it. Well, uh, I guess in closing, I'd like to say uh, thank you guys for coming back to do the roundtable, and we'll have to do another one soon. And I love orange soda. And when are we going to get to open the 
Nickelodeon Studios time capsule. That's what I'll leave you with. When can I come back for the tenth time? (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be the Adam show. Like it'll be like just all Adam all the time. Hi, welcome to the uh, Adam Waldron experience. Uh, My guest today is uh, Derek Diamond, former host. Uh, (laughs) He's been voted out. You're going to be the Jay Leno. (laughs) Yeah. My thanks again to Adam, Josh, and Bill for that wonderful roundtable. We'll have to do another one uh, in the very near future. But next week, we will be taking another look into the world of performing acts with Skillville Group Superstars. And trust me, you'll definitely want to check out that really fun episode. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now Google Play. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter. My personal page is at Derek underscore Diamond. The show page is at DDE underscore podcast. And you can follow me on Facebook. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And that's all I've got. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond. And we'll see you guys back here next week with the superstars. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.